We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Thanks for listening to Danny and Dusty On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Is your heater safe? Why replace it when Service Patriots can restore it? Get their $59, 27-point furnace tune-up and safety check, including a free 1-inch filter. They'll also check your AC for free. Go to servicepatriots.com. Joining us now is the host of BetMGM Tonight. He is our Odyssey Sports Betting Insider, Ryan Horvath. Insider Calls, presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Also, be sure to listen to BetMGM Tonight's podcast. For more of Ryan's analysis, just search BetMGM wherever you find your podcast. Horvath, how you doing, my man? Doing good. Getting excited for uh, some some games this weekend, Uh, you know. Getting really excited, actually. It is a. This is the. It's my favorite time of the year because we not just have games. We have games that that start to matter a little bit more. Yeah. And you get to, especially in the NFL, we're trying to. We. It's like that feeling out process of who's who, what's what, and then you as you get through the middle part of the season, it is you just got these teams still slugging their way through now. We're at the point of the year where it's almost you have your haves and your have-nots. The teams that are starting to, they know they're trying to push for the playoffs, and the ones that aren't. What teams are sticking out to you as the ones that maybe they may be folding folding their cards and pushing them towards the center of the table, and you might want to go against starting this week. Yeah, like as far as like teams that I want to fade, it's not that I want to fade them like season long, but I really like this spot actually coming up on Thursday night. Uh, for the Ravens to bounce back against the Bengals. Yeah. You know, the Bengals, they were starting to look really good, guys. And then um, they got T. Higgins going two weeks ago, and now T. Higgins is out once again. You know, defensively, they lost a bunch in their secondary last year, or this offseason, I should say, including like Jesse Bates, who's having a pretty nice season for Atlanta. But Lou Anarumo, their defensive coordinator, is so damn good at this job that you really haven't noticed, and they continue to find ways to win games. But I don't like this spot against Baltimore. Baltimore should have won that game last week. In fact, they win that game like 99% of the time. They had a two-score lead against Cleveland. Mm -hmm. In Baltimore right now, they could run the ball with multiple backs. Lamar's playing really good football when he's not turning the ball over. And they have a top-five defense, maybe the best defense in the league right there with Cleveland. So I like them to bounce back. As far as like teams I'm fading the rest of the season in the market – Pretty low on Buffalo, which is funny because I was low on Buffalo coming into the season. I was never the biggest Ken Dorsey fan because they weren't really good on early downs. Mm -hmm. It was just a lot of Josh Allen being Superman on third down. And I don't know if I'm a big Sean McDermott guy, and they have a bunch of injuries on defense. Like, they lose Matt Milano for the season. You lose Trey White, your best cover corner. And I like the trade they made for Rasul Douglas. But he's not a shutdown corner, and they're struggling right now. I mean, they're Mm -hmm. getting pressure but they're not really getting after the quarterback. And that's what we saw last year like when they got to the playoffs and they lost Von Miller, who did come back but kind of looks like a shell of himself. In that playoff loss last season, Joe Burrow just sat in the pocket and picked him apart. So I'm a little bit worried about the Bills moving forward. And then as far as like a buy-low team, uh, a team that I ripped all season long until the last few weeks, Russell Wilson's playing good football. Yeah, Maybe yes. the Broncos guys are finding something. We pulled this up last night, plus 550 to make the playoffs. I don't know if that's going to be the case, but – 
You know, the Jets with Zach Wilson, I don't trust them moving forward. You know, the Bills, I don't really trust. We'll see what ends up happening with the Browns here without Deshaun Watson. They're going to start DTR this weekend. So maybe now is the time to buy in on the Broncos and Sean Payton. Maybe he is turning that thing around. They didn't trade any of those guys, so maybe now they're buying in the rest of the way. I mean, 9-10 wins might get you into the playoffs, so that might be a good team to look at. You know, there was, last week, there were so many lines that were just razor thin, and it was just like, oh my gosh, I hate weeks like that, because Vegas knows. I mean, they, they was a, it was a toss-up week, and we saw, historically, we saw six games come down to the final kick last week. You look at the lines this week, and we're, we're finally seeing, again, some of those big lines again. We got double digit lines. Do you like weeks more like this one where we have multiple double digit lines or the weeks where you have the one to three point lines where it's a kick deciding the games? Yeah, I like games like that. You know, like I'm I'm usually looking for like the key numbers. So if I could get a three and a half or a four with teams as underdogs or seven and a half, that's usually what I'm looking for. But like the double-digit spreads are where it gets a little bit tricky. It's easier in college football. Mm-hmm. You know, like sometimes you'll get a really trendy underdog. Like people will be down on Georgia, and I'll be like, nope, they're going to get up for this game. This is what Kirby does. And then I don't mind laying 13 and a half, 14 points with a college team. But in the NFL, I mean, there's so much parity, and these guys are all pros. And like you said, um, I mean, it's called the witching hour for a reason. You watch these games on the Red Zone channel, you feel really good about a bet in the first quarter or the first half, and then it falls apart in the second half. It used to be like that only, like I would always joke in the NBA, you almost want to be down 15 points at the half because um, all those games are tight and down to the wire. But, like, that's kind of how it is in, in football right now. So, you know, the double-digit spreads, they get a little bit tricky. That said, I like I like the Dolphins. I actually laid the points. Hey, I usually don't. I like the Dolphins in this spot, man. I mean, they're going to be well-rested. They're going to be healthier coming into this game. And now, like, people are starting to buy into the Raiders, which I love. And I'm not saying, like, the Raiders aren't an improved product. They definitely are from when Josh Josh McDaniels was there. But I don't see them getting any stops in this game. So here's a rare occasion where I actually will back a double-digit favorite. Usually I would only bet the dog once we get, like, 13-and-a-half, 14-and-a-half. But I actually like them. And then one more double-digit dog. I think it actually came down to nine. I like the Bears. It looks like Justin Fields is going to be back in this game. Yeah. I don't think they beat the Lions outright, but 10 points is a lot of points. The Bears, like, very quietly have kind of figured things out on defense. Their secondary is, like, middle of the road, 16th the last four weeks. And then they have a top-five run defense all of a sudden, the Bears do. And with Fields back, he's going to be playing for his job. I think they keep this game close. It's a divisional rivalry, a divisional matchup. I don't know if you want to call it a rivalry. The Bears haven't been good since 85, but – I think they keep this one close. <laughs> well, and look, the Lions got a short week, and they, they're eyeing that short week because yeah. they got that Thanksgiving game. If they get even get up a couple of scores, you know, you're eyeing that and taking your foot off the gas to stay healthy for what's what's down the road. Uh, we see that all the time with teams. Uh, all right, I, I've got I, the stinky line of the week and just going, I, I don't get it. The, the Rams have lost three in a row. Uh, I know it has been without Matthew Stafford. But they have the Seahawks coming to town, and they dismantled them in week one. But uh, Seattle, only one-point favorites in L.A. this week. How do you feel about that one? Yeah, I like these stinky lines, man. <laughs> I feel like they're market indicators. You're not going to win anything 100% of the time. Yeah, But I think it's kind of telling you everything that you need to know. Like every radio hit I've done this week, people ask me about Oregon College, uh, the yeah. Oregon State-Washington game, same case. You have a two-loss Oregon State team hosting, tough place to play, Washington, who's undefeated on the season, and now they're two-and-a-half-point favorites. I think that's a market indicator. I think that's a tough matchup, and I think the Beavers are going to win outright by at least a field goal. In this case, I think the Rams, well-rested, with Stafford hopefully back, find a way to win this game. I think they might be able to get some pressure. 
uh, in this game, and I think they're going to be able to move the football a little bit. Like, they really haven't got Cooper Cup going. The problem with the Rams, they're weird because nobody expected the Rams to be any good, and I kind of thought they might be a sneaky team because why would Sean McVay pass up all that money to go to the broadcast booth, especially when he just got married, he's having a kid? Like, I don't know, if it's going to be a stressful situation where you're winning four games, why wouldn't he just have rode off into the sunset? He just got his Super Bowl. He could come back whenever he wants, mm-hmm. you know? And he came back, and then the first couple of weeks of the season, I was like, oh, maybe they still have something. Like, they don't have a whole lot of depth, but they have names. They have Aaron Donald on the defensive side of the ball. And then offensively, Matthew Stafford, the first couple of weeks, was playing really good football, and then he got hurt. The scary thing is, so I do like the Rams in the game, but the concerning thing is, uh, you know, like Matthew Stafford, if you listen to his quotes every week, He's always like, yep, couldn't get out of bed this morning, really struggling just to stand up. Like, that's concerning when you're betting actual U.S. dollars on that team, that quarterback. But I do like the Rams to be a little bit healthier and to win this game outright coming up on Sunday. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, uh, I want to pick your brain a little bit more on that, uh, on the college football lines in in Oregon State and Washington. I mean, that game, you you say, market indicator, the styles do make fights. How much do you go into, though, like – Winning on the road is exponentially harder in college football. And one thing that we've seen out of this Washington team is that they've played the tight ones. More of the the games that are tighter than they should be have been those ones on the road. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, um, that's why I wanted to sneak that one in because it's my favorite bet this weekend. Actually, is uh, I mean, I got two ugly ones. I like Oregon State and then I like Michigan State, but that's for other reasons. But, like, it's – and that's the thing. It's a tough place to play, and in college football – I mean, especially if it's like a primetime matchup. You know, sometimes these early slates, like these SEC games, it's tough for the crowd really to get up for a noon mm-hmm. kickoff or an early kickoff. But, man, you get these primetime spots. And Oregon State, obviously, a really tough place to play. Utah, a very tough place to play. All these places in the Pac-12, or what was formerly the Pac-12, really tough places to play. And they're tough teams to play, like, at home as well. And like you said, Washington has won a bunch of close games. I do think they're the second-best team in the conference next to Oregon. And I know they beat Oregon, but I think if they play that game again on a neutral or in Eugene, then I think the Ducks win that game probably by a full touchdown. And I love Michael Penix. I love Kalen DeBoer. They're a really good football team, and now all of a sudden they have a run game too. But, you know, defensively, they do give up big chunk plays, and I think that Oregon State will be able to hit them with some here in this game. DJU's had a pretty solid season. I don't really want to rely on him in this game. They're going to have to run the ball. They have some good backs, you know, Damian Martinez. So I think they might be able to beat him up in the trenches a little bit, Washington, in this game. And like you said, Washington's just been tested. They're getting everybody's best shot every single week. And Michael Penix, since that Oregon game, hasn't been as crisp. Now, like last week, the numbers were much better. But before that, the two games before that, three interceptions and barely completing 60% of his passes. I don't know how healthy he is. He took some big shots in the Oregon game. I mean, and then the defense, look at, look at um, Washington's defense. A couple of weeks ago, they struggled to get stops against Stanford. And that's not like Andrew Luck and Kobe Fleener out there, man. That's a really bad Stanford team. So I love Oregon State. And there's just something about some of these places, man. That's what we love about college football. Like the atmosphere, tough place to play. It's not the same in the NFL. I actually went back and looked at this like the last decade. Home field, inv- home field advantage in the NFL 
means less every single year. means a lot to the point spread, three points always, but it just doesn't really matter. I mean, there are tough places to play, don't get me wrong, like Seattle and Pittsburgh, Green Bay used to be. But even, you know, like we make the cases for some of these places. You don't want to go into Lambeau in January. And then every year in January, a team like San Francisco, a West Coast team, goes into Lambeau and kicks the crap out of the Packers. So in college, I think home field advantage means much more. And I don't know if you caught this from the college football playoff committee uh, unveiling the rankings yesterday, but uh, there was Boo Kerrigan said that, you know, Florida State gets a little bit of a pass for playing Miami in a close game because it was a rivalry game. Rivalry week is really in earnest next week where we have a, a whole heck of a lot of rivalry games. How do you look at rivalry games? Because they, you do get a little bit of extra oomph towards it and from the betting perspective of rivalry game. You do. And that's yeah. why, like, I mean, you run numbers and you people have models and people do the eye test. Like, ooh, my number's telling me, you know, that I like Florida in this game, but even though the number's saying that I've seen this team play and I've seen Graham Mertz play and he's no good. But like with some of these, you know, you just, it's, it's all about like the eye test, but it's also, I mean, with like a rivalry game, you can kind of throw everything out of the window. And I, and I know like I come into, and I've had arguments with people on this, like, Oh, you know, that's just, that's just a narrative. That doesn't mean anything. Like it doesn't mean anything. Like people will even argue that about home field advantage, but in rivalry games, man, I mean, like, you kind of throw everything out of the window and you're going to get it's for the bad team. Usually like the, the team that's a double digit dog, maybe or a team that's having a down season. Mm-hmm. It's their Super Bowl. You know, a lot of times they have nothing left to play for. Maybe they're playing for a bowl game, but they're not going to be playing on a new year's Eve six game. So that's their, that's their whole Super Bowl. So the trick plays come into play. You know what I mean? Like a lot oh, of the yeah. guys in these rivalry games know each other. Um, probably were going against each other in high school and grade school. So I believe there is something to it, and I've had pretty good success. You know what I mean? Like yeah. in, the, in, the, in the cocktail party, like I'll take Georgia. This year, terrible idea. <laughs> Betting against Georgia ever is just a bad <laughs> idea with Florida especially. But, yeah, I do think there's something to it. All right, and my, uh, my last one before we let you go. <clears throat> Iowa has not hit an over since Cade McNamara yeah. got hurt, September 30th. The over-under for this one is 30-and-a-half. They take on Illinois. Do they hit an over? No, and I, you know what, like it's sad, I've bet two Iowa overs since Cade's been hurt, and neither have hit, and I should just do the smart thing and just play the unders in these games, but I'm a sicko, and I just, what I always think is, man, 30 points, 32 points, (laughs) and and in the back of my head, I think it's Iowa's defense, which now, man, though, um, I had to make sure that this is correct, because I've just been like all around today, but I was scrolling on Twitter, and I see maybe uh, Cooper DeGene got hurt broke his foot at practice. He's their, like, all-stud corner. They should actually be playing him on offense. He also returns punts as well. And if he's out in this game, man, maybe maybe we do get an over because he's their best defensive player. But yeah. I always think, like, the Reportedly case I out the rest of the year. Oh, wow. Well, yeah, that, rest of the year. that hurts. And, uh, damn, that really sucks because I enjoy watching him play, too. But, man, I mean, um, I always try to make the case for short fields, pick sixes, scooping scores because mm-hmm. of the Iowa defense. But, no, like, they're a really good defense on paper, but they don't get any takeaways. And when they do, they don't score. And even if they get a takeaway, right, and they're in the red zone, they're on the 10-yard yeah. line, they can't punch it in on the goal line. They're the most frustrating team, which is why um, they're going to be looking for a new OC this offseason, obviously. Obviously. All right, Horvat, we appreciate the time as always. Thank you.
Thanks, guys. All right, there he is, Ryan Horvat. He is the host of BetMGM Tonight. All of our insider calls are brought to you by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Also, uh, check out um, BetMGM Tonight uh, wherever you get your podcasts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.